Did somebody say touchdown? Happy Sunday, beautiful beings. We are one week in counting from the Super Bowl and Rihanna getting ready to blow all our freaking minds. I definitely don't have Rihanna's singing voice, but I'm sure you're going to want to hear this. So buckle up, buttercups, and let's roll. Happy Sunday, beautiful beings. I'm so grateful that you're here. If this is your first episode, welcome. And if you are back, much like friends after they've been to your house for your very first, more than two times, um, you know, you're no longer a guest and your presence is welcome anytime. I'm so excited. Last time I wasn't feeling that great. Um, I'm definitely got worse. Before I got better, I will spare you the details, but health is truly wealth, and I value that so much, and I'm just so thankful I'm feeling better because I felt like I got steamrolled over by hell, then the driver hit reverse, okay? But the last two weeks, they were rough, but... I found a blessing in it because it just gave me the opportunity that I really needed to truly rest. I slowed down. I took the much needed time that I didn't have for myself uh, prior to being sick to to just be with myself. I watched my Eagles make them 49ers, think about career change. I got to watch the Royal Rumble. That's wrestling um, in the WWE. Um, I'm a huge fan of Cody Rhodes. If you don't know who he is, you can just Google him. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Cody Rhodes. And I love his philosophy of do the work. And that's just like a topic for a whole nother podcast. Um, And to be honest, this was not the original episode that I wanted to put out, but I had a bomb ass session with my tribe. Shout out to Soul Study and Steph and Coach Brianna. Um, she has a podcast too. It's called The Edgy Entrepreneur. Check it out. It's on Apple and everywhere else you can get your podcast. Um, she's amazing. And I just I felt like I was called to this space and this energy that I'm in right now currently, that this episode just, it just takes priority. So let's talk about you. And I promise that I am not always going to be Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, you know, with every episode that I come, but when I come with definitions and, um, you know, something that you know what I bring like all these extra facts or whatever but I like to lay a foundation when I'm talking to you guys so for me like that's it's very important like I just can't you can't walk up to somebody and, and just start talking about grilled cheese sandwiches you know like you I I feel like I have to have context behind the things that I'm talking to you guys about so that's why I I like to bring out you know my little fact sheets and my definitions and all that other stuff so I want to lay the foundation for you all. And I'm very much aware, and as you all are very much aware, this is the month of February. 
this month it holds you know many forms of significance there's always like you know nowadays there's always a day for something there's national pizza day spaghetti day every month has like a a world something month and world this day world that day but you know the significance of february the two major pieces that are highlighted um are african american or black history month you know whatever you want to call it and then valentine's day cultural identity is something again i'll say that for another podcast um specifically i want to have a guest with that uh however i want to talk to you guys about that good old l word which is all and i do mean all caps f u l l disclaimer I am not the kind of girl who celebrates 214. And that's all. That's my personal opinion. I don't have anything against it. I just have better things to do with my time, money, and energy. So why am I talking about it? Foundation time. February, it comes from the Latin word Februa, which means to cleanse. The month's name is from the Roman Fabrulia. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Fabrulia. And that is a month-long festival of purification and atonement that took place um, at that time of year, uh, back when it was celebrated, and originally it was the last month of the calendar year but eventually february uh was moved to the place that it's in now where it's the second month of the year which you know all my information comes from the almanac website uh why am i talking about february well because during this month i've noticed that you know in people's behaviors and kind of like the way that we navigate the space that we're in in February, we have a tendency to, and and when I say we, I, I put myself in this category as well. We're guilty of, you know, not really looking past our blinders and sometimes not even taking those blinders off and the the new year quote unquote the new year resolution has been long forgotten and is no longer a priority and to add the additional topping on that quote-unquote sadness Sunday, and when I say Sunday, I mean Sunday with an E, we often think that the best way to care for our loved ones or the people that we care about is to like show somebody that we love them by continuing to pour from an empty cup and never taking the time to really properly necessarily refill that cup with the love that we've been giving to everybody else, the love that we should be giving to ourselves. And as I always say, if it doesn't resonate with you, 
that's okay. I hold space for you and I still have gratitude for you. And although I say, let's talk about you, which I really do mean, let's talk about you. I also mean, let's talk about how you love you, how you take care of you. Let's talk about your well-being. Let's talk about your mental health. Let's talk about your mental health. How many times or... Yeah, how many times do you hear the question or how many times do you even ask the question to yourself or to somebody that you care about? How are you? And genuinely mean it. Or how are you feeling? I was watching the um, a lot of the interviews with Meghan Markle. And the one that really resonated with me a lot is just the one where the interviewer asked her, how are you feeling? And for her to like be shocked by that, by somebody asking her how she, how does she feel? We should ask that question more often. My website is going to be launching in two days time and I'm so excited. And I think that's a question that I'm going to be asking a lot more often on there, probably once a week. How are you feeling? But the first question on the forum I'm going to ask, because I want to know from you guys for this podcast, is how do you self-care? In which ways do you self-care or show yourself self-love? Because this is very important. In my past, my idea of self-care and the way that I showed myself love and care was uh, was something that was very religious. I was a 5 a.m. girl. I would get up, I would work out, I would shower, have breakfast, go to work, come home. And those those trips were like an hour both ways. I would change, go to the gym, have dinner, lay out my clothes for the next day, and relax until bed, go to bed at the same time every day. Then I would wake up and do it all again the next day. I did have a social life, don't get me wrong. (laughs) You know, I would go out with friends, and it just was, it was a very strict routine, something that was very military. And looking back on it, it was not the healthiest way to be mentally. I was very stuck in a mindset because if I didn't stick to that lifestyle, then I wouldn't have been back then the person that I was and I had to be that person then I thought in order to have that validation that I was getting and that's and that was the thing the the way that I felt like I was showing myself care and love 
in order to get that validation was to be that way. I realized that all those things that I were doing, like that routine, it was because I needed I needed to have this approval of of this to get this attention of this one specific person. And then once I got that, I needed to keep that or I needed to have the validation and I needed the opinions and I needed other the care um of other people like I needed to be seen by all these other people in this world like it was like a drug it was so addicting to have this approval as if who I wasn't who I was prior to who I was being at that time like it wasn't enough and like my mindset was like this is how I love myself into being loved by everybody else and that approval it can be very addictive And quicker than the blink of an eye, I had lost it all. And when I lost that, I was completely shattered. And trying to pick myself back up was so much, and put myself back together, it was so much harder than trying to put together a thousand piece puzzle of a Van Gogh Starry Night. I didn't know what to do with myself. And it's so crazy to, to think about it now, and when I say now, I just mean like sitting here talking to you guys now in this space. And because then I thought life was great. It was fantastic. You know, I had the world at my fingertips. And fast forward five, six, seven years, I read a quote maybe three days ago from Sadhguru. And he said, if you think someone else is responsible for the way you are, you cannot become the way you want to be. I'm so excited to tell you all about my collaboration partnership with Montraband. Over the holiday, I wanted to get my coworkers a small gift but something of quality and meaningful. That's when I came across Montraband. All of their jewelry is not only authentic, but it comes with a mission to inspire and empower with positive messages. When you wear your Montraband every day as your daily reminder, affirmation, and inspiration, your purchases also go to help towards charitable causes, such as the National Alliance on Mental Illness, Wounded Warriors, Family Support, and other nonprofit organizations. Check out Montraband and get yourself a little something. Use my code AnimaNyana, that's A-N-I-M-A-J-N-A-N-A, for extra 10% off all orders over $25. The link is in my description. Enjoy! My road to healing and of healing is not has not been linear. It's definitely not been one that I would trade for any Starry Night. I love Starry Nights, as a matter of fact. I cherish them and as much as I cherish my solitude as well. Uh, it's the greatest thing in the world to me. My self-care has been 
something that I really take pride in. And self-care has become so mainstream, yet it's something that is centuries old. It's such a centuries old practice. And when I started my journey, that's really where I started. I wanted to start at the beginning because, like I said before, I'm, I'm somebody who I really like knowledge. And for me, knowledge is it's old. I like books. So books are books are something that really give me substance. So I'll go I'll go back to to books from the beginning of time. It just like books are where I really resonate. When I started my my journey, that's where I started. I started with books. Like that's how I that's how I I found my healing. I shut out all the noise, and so now what self care looks like is is solitude. And I treasure that. For me, the worst thing in the world was being alone and feeling lonely. But when you can love yourself so much that it's just you in a room and you don't feel lonely, you can actually feel joy. I can stand in a room by myself and even in a room full of people because you can also stand in a room full of people I still feel so lonely. That's the worst feeling in the world. But when you can be by yourself or in a, in a crowd and you're, you don't feel that loneliness, you can feel joy, that's when you know you're on the right path. That's when you know that that self-care, that self-love, that healing, you've gotten to you put your foot on that path you're on you're in that space you're in that place of healing that you need to be in and like i said self-care healing that journey it's not linear and it looks different for everybody that's the most important thing to remember it looks different for everybody what self-care looks like for me it's boundaries it's something that it's I definitely work on <laughs> all the time because it just it's difficult, but it it's a practice, not a perfect, it's a practice. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with saying no to people. I don't have FOMO. I don't have a fear of missing out on anything. Or engaging in things that don't align with my core values knowing my core values are very important to me and being true to things that are of substance to me i'm okay with staying inside and reading a book and not going out that is completely fine thank you covid honestly my biggest self-care, and I, I guess you can call it a flex if you want to, is that I don't compare myself to anyone anymore. The best phrase that I ever learned is comparison is the thief of joy. I will, like, I've written it down. I, it's on, like, a mirror, a wall, 
wherever I can I can see it. Comparison is the thief of joy. And when I can create my own joy, why would I ever want to steal that from myself? I do not compare myself to anyone, to anything, to any circumstance. And that's just what my self-love and my self-care looks like to me. I mean, I also do, you know, have my my quote-unquote physical self-care days. So that looks like my skincare routine. That looks like my meditation days, which I do daily. My yoga days, or at least I try to meditate daily. I'm not always that good at it. Like, like I said, it's a practice. It's not a perfect. Uh, nobody's perfect. And I'm okay with that. I have my yoga days, you know, um, my music. There are, there are a lot of different ways that I self-care. Sometimes I do a little shopping in control in circumstances because I'm not a baller. Um, but all these things, they take time. But most importantly, they take practice. So um, my, I want to say my, my seven key best practices that I can give to you guys and, you know, to that I use personally for self-love and self-care would be one, again, do not compare yourself to others. Comparison is the thief of joy. Do not compare Why would you want to steal your own joy when you can create it? Two, allow yourself to make mistakes. I said it before in a different podcast, fail forward. You didn't fail, you just learned. Three, don't be afraid to lose people who are not good for you. I read something the other day and it said, The higher your vibe, the smaller your tribe. Vibrate higher, people. Vibrate higher. Protect your energy. Energy vampires are real. Stay away from them. Five, feel into your emotions and do so consciously. Because remember that you are not your feelings. You are the feeler of your feelings. You're not your emotions. Six, be kind to yourself. Always be kind to yourself. And number seven, see the beauty and have gratitude in the little things. I found that I'm always the best version of myself for others when I'm the best version of me for myself. And when I'm my most authentic and genuine version of myself for myself, that's when I become not only the love that I want to receive, but I'm the love that I want to give. And when we embody that, We just become love personified. One of my favorite poets, Rupi Carr, she wrote a poem and it says, the power of knowing your worth is you can never run out of reasons to love yourself. So love yourself and love yourself hard. 
because you guys deserve it. Remember, self-care is not selfish. So take care of yourself. And I love you all. I'm so grateful I got to be here with you today. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Also, add me on Instagram at what else talk, and you can add my website at anima.niana. That's A-N-I-M-A dot J-N-A-N-A. The links are in the description box. And now you can get limited early access to my website when you add me on the Spaces app. When you follow the link also in the description. And I'll catch you in the next episode, beautiful beings, so that we can find out what else there is to talk about.